Christ, it's Thursday already. <sighs> How did that happen? I don't know. Don't look at me. Look, I'm not some sort of time lord, or right? I don't control the time. I don't control the seasons. I don't control the movement of the oceans. I don't control the time. I am a man, just a mere mortal man, just doing his best with his mortal hands, his mortal penis, his immortal psychic sidekick lobster, and my mortal nutsack full of questionable content, a radio show full of questionable content, sack full of shoe throwers, a browser full of bollocks, a herd of lobsters, a, no, it's the collective noun for lobsters is a risk, a risk of lobsters, that makes more sense than, uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're some of the best to ever do it. Not the best. Some of them, though. We're, we're the 1%. We're out here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid. That what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. My name's Will. Hi, nice to meet you. Pleasure to be here. Uh, nice to be up on my feet. You know, I'm in actually remarkable condition for a man of my advanced years. A man with as many miles on him as I've got. I'm like a sort of clapped out Ford Capri. A classic, but pff, is it really, is it going to get you all the way from A to B? If it does, it'll do it in style. But if not, look. You you took this crazy ride. You know, you've got no one to blame but yourself. You signed up for this. You knew the risks. You knew, you know, well, you know there's a cost-benefit analysis going on. And I'm afraid if, you, if, if you, you didn't carry the one, if your maths were off, what can I say here? What can I say? Nothing. Uh, good to be here again on a Thursday on any day of the week, in fact, it's uh, good to be here. Uh, people in the uh, chat on the YouTube, how's it going? What's going on? Hey, sure. People on the Facebook, how are you? Sure. Hey, people listening on the podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe to the uh, Coffee and Memes podcast. You can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, you can get it on Spotify. If you're on Facebook, if this is the first one of these you've ever seen, then, oh boy, you in for a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some great stuff uh, today, uh, all sorts of good bits. Um, American man without gun license shoots himself in the peen. Uh, police searching for the phantom poor of Tolworth. <laughs> we all are. A uh, bit of anti-vaxxer news. Uh, man banned from dancing in public. Could face jail if he breaches the order. Uh, threatened that one yesterday, but we will get into it today. Man says he is bursting with energy because he drinks his own urine every day. Uh, opium poppy parrots of menace. They're stealing puppies. Oh, poppies. Oh, I'd be better if they were stealing puppies. Maybe I'm, 
Maybe I'll just misread that. It'll um, it'll probably be fine. Ketamine news. Uh, b- uh, billionaire uh, diamond trader dies during penis enlargement surgery. Um, that sounds like a um, sort of sounds like a par- it's, that could be the Daily Mash, couldn't it? Uh, taking LSD every morning could be beneficial, say scientists. Oh, that one's from Rob. It's almost as if Rob Wire has perhaps been focusing on either he's had some time off. I don't know. Maybe he's gone on a sort of male feminist retreat or something where he's gone to learn. Maybe he's gone to heal from his uh, toxic masculinity. Uh, he's gone on some and heal from his toxic whiteness and uh, become a, an ally. I don't know. Maybe may, look, Maybe he's none of the things that I tar him with every day. Maybe he's just a decent, honest, God-fearing guy out for a better quality in Metro journalism. I don't know. There are not many things that I know, uh, but that, I'm afraid, is not one of them. That's, this is presumably about microdosing. This has been a thing for a long time. I'm keen to give it a go. Does seem like a lot of fun taking a very very small amount of LSD every day, so it, w- it would almost not have a noticeable effect. We'll get into this later. Um, what else have we got? Archaeologists discover elixir of immortality. Bit of fun. Uh, so keen to have a go on that. Uh, naked man crashes car, then led police on bizarre nude foot chase. And BMW's pedestrian detection system is terrible. Uh, if you want to see some amusing footage of a car just smashing the living daylights out of some dummies. Then I've got a video for you, ladies and gentlemen. Got myself a cup of the black gold. Mm. Got a fine-ass collection of shoe throwers in the chamber, locked and loaded. Oh, some hollow points, some armor-piercing shoe throwers. Lordy, lordy, lordy. And, um, yeah, well, all right, look, what have we got? Let's have this new Proxima one kick the show off, you know, get it all, get this party started, you know, I'm coming up now, so might as well get some, get some Larry bangers on. Uh, this is called Odd One, it's by Proxima, and uh, it's a, well, unsurprisingly, it's a naughty bit of gear. Hey, look at the lovely now playing page that I've got with the artwork. The artwork for the release up on it. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? That's a nice bit of gear. You like that one, don't you? Ooh, you like that one, don't you? Ooh. in the live chat.
if you're watching on Facebook, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to smash that share button. Don't get shook by it. It's your friend. Just tickle it gently under the chin. Mm. No problems. Odd one by Proxima. It's a fine bit of gear. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Right, look, let's get into the news. News, news. Lobsters. News. Get your act together. All right, sorry. Uh, man jailed from dancing. Uh, no, sorry, man banned from dancing in public could face jail if he breaches the order. Uh, first of all, uh, bless him. He looks like he's just he's just up for a party. He's just a happy, uh, go lucky guy. Uh, he's just looking to do a bit of dancing, you know, just put a few steps in, get a, you know, get a bit of work done, you know, raise, raise, raise the, you know, raise, raise the heartbeat a little bit, just get the blood flow going. You know, just he's just out to have a good time. He's just a decent, honest, God fearing lad. Um, a man could be banned. Oh, a man has been banned from. I can't read today. A man has been banned from dancing in public and has been warned that he could be jailed if he does. That is. It's a rough spot to find yourself in. Uh, Marius Casmosius, uh, 27, has been issued with a strictly no dancing. That sounds like a joke for a start. Yeah, so this falls under the strictly no dancing <laughs> laws. And uh, if you break it, you, you are going to go to prison. It, it would be custodial. Um, the strictly no dancing community protection notice by police in Deeside, North Wales. Okay, they don't know how to have a good time in North Wales, do they? Bloody hell. The, the order states he must refrain from any form of boxing, all right, un, un, more, more understandable, or dancing in a public place likely to cause harassment, alarm, or distress. <laughs> I, think probably, <laughs> I think probably over the years I've probably been guilty of dancing in a way that may cause alarm or distress. I don't know about harassment, but alarm or distress to other people in the vicinity. But, you know, in, in discotheques, at festivals, on beaches, uh, in living rooms, uh, in, in aut- automotive vehicles. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've, you know, I've, I'm not skilled, but I am enthusiastic. Oh, bless him, look, there he is. He's just, he's just out for a good time. And uh, he'd just like to have a dance, me, you know. 
like uh, just a simple valley's boy. Uh, well, I presume he speaks in a Welsh accent. His name isn't overly Welsh, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with it. You know, I like to uh, go out at the weekends, uh, take a couple of um, couple of mitzita bows, just have a, have a bit of a rave up. You know, a lot of people. I'm known for it. You know, I'm, I'm uh, dancing Marius. They call me. I'm always dancing to something. Like uh, maybe it's just the music in my head. Or maybe if my iPod's still got... Oh, it's, it's all over the place, that accent. Maybe my iPod's got some batteries in it. I'll put on a... Um, I don't know, put on a bit of minimal techno or something. Or like a bit of um, dark psytrance. It's better than drum and bass. That you know, Better than that drum and bass shit. All right, easy target. Look, I appreciate your donations to the Patreon. But be careful. Okay, he must not use or encourage others to use foul, abusive, insulting or offensive, threatening, disorderly or intimidating language. That is a real full page of, uh, <laughs> of language there. Foul. All right, what sort of language is he not allowed to use or encourage others to use? Uh, foul language? Uh, yeah. Abusive language? Sure. Insulting language? Yeah. Offensive language? Uh, yeah. What's the difference between foul language and offensive language? Uh, threaten threatening language? Oh, well, that's a given. Uh, disorderly language? Oh, yep, definitely add that one to the list. Uh, intimidating language? Uh, yes, okay, have you just got a theosaurus there, have you? Daffod? <laughs> or behaviour in... Oh, or behaviour, so list them all again and uh, stick behaviour after it as well. What about thoughts? Why not get him on some thought crime? That'd be nice. Come on, we're getting all wellian as it is. Uh, he's not allowed to do any of that language or behaviour in any place in Flintshire County or towards any person. What? Even if he's just dancing alone, just dancing alone in the street. But what if he? So it's effectively he'd be dancing the forbidden dance. Ooh, a dance so controversial, so erotic, so sensual. Too much for people. Too much heat in it. Too much heat in the dancing pageage. It is strictly forbidden, punishable by custodial sentences. Oh, when he dances, the angels sing. The angels roll naked around in fitting orgy. Until none of the angels know what is lubricant and what is calm. <laughs> it, uh, uh, lastly, he must not follow any individual in public. Like, this guy. <laughs> uh, all right, what about on Twitter? He must not follow. Uh, right, what constitutes following? Okay, if you're walking one way down the street and there is someone in front of you walking the same way, are you following them? Like, surely it's a grey area for at least a while. I mean, how many turns do they have to make with you making the same turns for it to be deemed following? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, police issued a picture of Casmosius alongside a warning asking residents to contact them if they witness him breaking his order. If you see this man dancing, call the police. A North Wales police spokesperson said, Decide residents, this is Marius. Casmosius, if you see him breaching his notice, please contact us immediately and we'll come down and smack his bot bot. Uh, we'll make him a lovely cheese on toast and then send him on his way. My Welsh accent needs work. Uh, how does he see where he's dancing with those crossed eyes? Says Arnold Hedge. Arnold Hedge, uh, crop, he's, he's actually basically the same people uh, who crop up in all the Metro comments. 
Uh, Gary Yon says he's danced himself dizzy. Uh, Will Wilson, another pisshead pole. All right, great. Okay, let's bring nationality into this. Um, again, a misleading front co- uh, front uh, front cover. He's not banned from dancing unless he is doing it to intimidate people. It's subjective, though, isn't it? Bet he didn't see that. Oh, God almighty. <sighs> baby Jesus. Oh, baby, baby Jesus. Um, well, I, I wish him the best of luck. I think he um I think he could be the subject of a good viral video like that uh the what's it called the rave bunny or the dancing bunny uh, the uh, thingy bunny in Brighton the one who wears the leotard and dances around and it's gets shared by millions and millions of people he's a good lad he's a bit of fun he goes to the clock tower you know plays a few a few tunes dances about some old biddies dance with him a few young nippers and that ah, it's lovely stuff spice last that mate it's people like that to make the world a more colourful enjoyable place lobsters god bless him god bless Robin Hood um, cheers for that uh, Georgia uh, Debelius uh, you're a good lass and you managed to make it all the way through that without any uh, grammatical or spelling errors that I noticed anyway but then again I've only got uh, GCSE C in English, and that was from a retake. So uh, I do have C double science, as everyone knows. I do have for double C in science. So any of the tech stuff reported by the Metro, I'm all over it. I get it. I've got a double C in science. Um, right. Should we... Uh, oh, God. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Right, let's do it. Uh, man says he is bursting with energy because he drinks his own urine every day. He doesn't look happy about it, does he? You would think someone who is like, oh, I'm bursting with energy because of this. He looks pretty pissed off. Pardon the pun. And um, why you got to drink it out of an old vodka bowl? Couldn't you have like one of those sort of, um, you know, like the millennial girls that are obsessed with being hydrated the whole time. The, you're just sat there minding your own business doing absolutely nothing and they come up to you and they're like <laughs> I drink 17 litres of water a day it's really important to stay hydrated All right, I don't know who you are can you go away I'm just trying to mind my own business have a pint on my own and uh, yeah or I'm like oh actually um, actually got bad knee uh, from jujitsu oh it's probably just dehydration I drink 17 litres of water a day alright go away Christ anyway this geezer why doesn't he get himself one of those sort of like metal canteens yeah and he's saying look I don't get a beer in my bonnet about this these millennial girls right and they'll complain about having a bad back and I go why oh it's from carrying this bag around all day what's in it and there'll be like a five litre metal canteen in it full totally full to the brim of water and like you're carrying like an extra 10 kilos that you need around. Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't want to get caught without my bottle of water. Oh, what, you think you'd just die of dehydration in central London? Really? Like, what? what's your commute across the Sahara Desert? Like, what, you're not going to be able to get a glass of water when you get to work? Or, like, you couldn't just... It really got to the point where you ended up like you're in some sort of, like, real-life version of those Larson cartoons with the geezers crawling across the desert that you wouldn't be able to just nip into a, a cafe and, 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 you know, if you're so bothered about the whole, you know, plastics thing, you could just go into a, just nip into a pub toilet and drink from the bathroom tap, you know. It, it, like, if you're at the point whereby you're crawling along the floor with dehydration, like, how dehydrated are you expecting to get? Like, oh, they go to the gym. Oh, and they don't have a water fountain there. Or you can't have a, an empty bottle with you that you can fill from any of these places and use and just drink and then put the empty one back in your bag so as not to have to lug around an extra 10 kilos. That's putting your back out. 
to pot. Get your act together. Fuck you now. I've had enough. I'm out. I'm done. This is it. Don't forget it. I'm off. Hey, was he going to go? Was he going to go? Of course I'm not. Anyway, I've got these stories to cover, and I've got these shoe throwers to play. Christ. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. That is a lovely blend, actually. Where would you get a blend like that? Well, I'll tell you. Old Spike Roastery, soon to be partnered with Coffee and Memes. Anyway, man says he's bursting with energy because he drinks his own piss every day. Fabian uh, uh, Farku Harson. Fuck, fuck. Okay, yeah, Farku Harson, I guess. Uh, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, Fabian. Uh, 37 has been gulping down his own fresh and month-old urine for three years after reading about it, uh, about the purported <laughs> health benefits online. He's aging it himself. He's aging his own... He, he's hating it. Why is he doing it? Look at him. He absolutely hates it. He's like, oh, what's he doing it for? He, uh, he started. He starts each day with a pint of fresh urine, chased down uh, with three hundred to four hundred milliliters of aged pee. The in- oh man, imagine his breath. The interior designer claims that it's left him feeling healthier, happier, and smarter. Well, good for him. Just, uh, just hope I don't ever have to find myself in a situation where I've got to kiss him. I don't know, spin the bottle or something. You'd be surprised how these situations come up. Uh, you know, I get invited to the Metro Christmas party as a laugh. You know, he's invited there because they invite all the people out of all the top stories. Anyway, few drinks in, poof, spin the bottle comes out. You can't say no, can you? It's office Christmas party. <sighs> These things happen. These people, these things they happen. Uh, Fabian uh, from Sheffield, South Yorkshire, said, How are you? I've been researching alternative medicines and that like, and been drinking and reading about like drinking age urine and that like. I've always been open-minded and that sort of thing, so I decided to give it a go and drink it fresh and that like. Tasted a bit like bitter ale initially. It was quite strong, but not terrible taste like that. No problem finishing the glass. It was about half an hour later that I started to feel amazing. I was absolutely bursting with energy. Now I'd never go a day without it and would recommend it to anyone. Is the thing, yeah, look, he set himself up like a little rig. Like some sort of little funky piss rig where he's got it like pressurized and he's got the old piss in a jar and he's made a little tap situation out of it with some old bits of wood. Um, yeah, it's got a little rig, little piss rig. <sighs> uh, yeah. Um, well, I guess it's cheap, isn't it? Uh, Fabian first started uh, researching alternative medicines and holistic therapies in 2013 when he experienced. When he kept experiencing pain in his stomach, which doctors p- couldn't get to the bottom of. He said, I was travelling a lot for work and eating junk food, Burger King, McDonald's, anything convenient. There's your issue there. Poor diet. Uh, I was getting a lot of pain in my stomach and scans couldn't find an ulcer or anything. So I started looking online and more. Uh, I've always been quite into holistic health. Uh, but that was when I started to adopt it into my life more, starting with my diet. Uh, I adopted a fruitarian diet. Oh, Christ eating raw fruits almost exclusively, and immediately noticed a difference. That's because you cut out the bollocks. Uh, Fabian explained, I started to eliminate quote-unquote normal foods and only ate fruit. I used mangoes, pineapples, strawberries, any fruit really, and added in some chia seeds and flax seeds and hemp powder to make a smoothie. Uh, I quickly started to feel amazing. I had more energy than I'd had in years and could feel my well-being improving. 
From there, this foray into a more alternative approach uh, to health escalated. And in 2015, uh, Fabian decided to take the plunge and start drinking his own urine. Fabian said that his friends and family weren't that surprised because he's always been a bit off the wall in his approach to health. Oh, typical Fabian's drinking his own piss now. <sighs> oh, God, what next? Um, describing the taste, Fabian said it was comparable to the taste of bitter ale initially. Uh, it felt a bit like the first time I tried beer. As time went on, the taste became a lot weaker, and now it's practically water, which uh, is probably down to my diet. Yeah. He said he starts to feel the effect after about 30 minutes after the first drink. Uh, I had a spring in my step. I felt so energised. I went home that day and cleaned the whole house. Oh, look, he's got all these bottles of piss. Oh, oh here we go. Um, he's... Once he started drinking urine, he decided to leave some for up to a month or until it reached the desired pH level of nine. Uh, as he says, aging it makes it go through a magnification process. After this process, any benefits are meant to be more potent. Oh, oh, he's one of those alkaline nut jobs. Okay. Uh, he also spends his time juggling three business ventures, interior decorating, a kitchen business, and a YouTube talk show. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm not about to start. I have a YouTube talk show. I'm not about to start drinking my own piss. Just uh, the two things are not. There's maybe a correlation, but there's no correlation. This is an uh, n equals one. Um, uh, he has a like-minded pal called Lee Molson. Uh, the duo champion a person's need to oh alkalize uh, to realize the name due to the high al alkalinity levels of aged urine. Yeah, this is a thing amongst the vegans. Uh, they claim that meat makes your body acidic and that you need to redress and that uh, disease can only exist in an acidic body. So they're actually denying the germ theory of disease, which is a bit of fun. I guess that would put them with the ranks of the anti-vaxxers. Although I guess some of the anti-vaxxers would be a little bit like, oh, I'm sure the vaccination works, but it does give you autism. Uh, right, oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah, so you, your body is like has a very fine uh, pH balance and your body works extremely hard to make sure that that pH balance doesn't go out of whack. Because if you go out of whack by like 0.1 or something, either way, like you're in a spot of bother, like 0.2 or something, you, you, you're on your way to hospital. 0.4 dead. Like, so you see like these like infographics that the vegans share around and it's got like, and like the swing on it is ridiculous. Oh yeah, you need to get the alkaline like all up to like eight or nine or something. I was like, you'd be, have been dead. So like, well, A, you just can't do it. Like there's, there is no, like you can't eat loads and loads of alkaline stuff and, and like change the pH balance of your body. It just, it just doesn't work like that. But hey, crack on with it, you know, go on deliciously, Ellie, you have at it, love. Um, Fabian said, I met Lee online after he watched me talking on a friend's video about urine therapy. He got in touch and we found that we share the same beliefs and eventually we decided to make videos together. Well, that's beautiful. I hope you make sweet, sweet love together. Uh, you could, uh, what's their YouTube show called? The Piss Boys or something? Um, Piss Boys Health Tips. Um, the, 
uh, Ulysses of Urine. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they're still going on. Oh, they also offer holistic health coach services. Yeah, shocking. And Fabian estimates he has four to five clients a day who he advises to drink their own piss, uh, who he advises nutritionally and spiritually in a bid to become as healthy as possible. Explaining the process of aging his urine, Fabian said, I store it in glass containers like mason's jars, label it with a date, and then leave it for around 30 days. You know who else does that sort of thing? Psychopathic murderers. Uh, in, in that time, the urine increases in alkalinity and all the amazing benefits magnified. <sighs> well, yeah, guess best of luck to him in a way, sort of spreading fake news, isn't he? Um, uh, but yeah, God bless him. Should we say, should we say God bless him? <sighs> I don't know, man. He just, he doesn't look, he just doesn't look happy about it though does he he doesn't say i am drinking the elixir of life here oh boy the energy it gives me is superb he's saying oh what you actually want me to drink it on camera yeah what really okay hold on well yeah you've taken a picture take it take it oh god oh bloody hell he's probably selling an ebook off the back of it you know they usually are Okay, right, look, let's have some more uh, records. Um, Camo and Crooked remix of Pivot by the Mephius. It's a fine slice of gear. Uh, Dibby telling it like it is in the chat says this is a man who does not have a girlfriend 
It's a weird one and I like it. It's the Camo and Crooked remix of Pivot by Mephius. By the Meph Juice. Pivot by Meth Juice, remixed by the Camo and the Crooked, looking like the glint in the milkman's eye. Why, oh, why is it my time to die? Anyway, a bit bushy that one, that. Um, so yesterday, uh, I uh, <laughs> relayed a story about a friend of mine that used to sell pornography at school. Funny story, I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. Maybe you didn't, don't care. Um, but I asked people on the Discord, uh, if you're not on the Discord chat, get on. It's it's the, it's good value. Um, there's a link in the um, YouTube description and um, various other places. Uh, and I also asked the people in the Threshold Lobster Crew Facebook group, send me stories of ways in which you would in- acquire pornography in the pre-internet days. Or basically just any misadventures in porn. And uh, you did not disappoint, uh, Lobster Crew. You did not disappoint. Lobsters. So four Lobsters. out of four to you all. Um, so no one as of yet uh, said, please don't use my name. Uh, so that's good. Um, oh, well, there's another one I'm missing, actually. I do need to go in and get it because it's a good one. Um, oh, that's going to be... Uh, I think actually, to be honest, I'm going to keep this as a regular feature. So if you have any stories about, you know, just humorous misadventures in pornography, particularly in your youth, I mean, or at any age, really, um, do let me know, because I think there is a tremendous amusement and great value and good banter to be had out of it. And that's what, uh, that's what we like. We like strong, enthusiastic workplace banter. Um, right, look, let's get into it. Uh, Dimmy. Uh, yeah, I find a uh, long-term listener of the show, long-term listener, first-time caller, uh, has given uh, offered a couple of uh, amusing anecdotes here. It says, my older brother somehow acquired a bunch of mags and erotic novels and kept them in the woodpile. <laughs> he moved out, and I found them and stashed them in a tree in the front garden. I totally forgot about this and checked the place out on Google Street View. The tree is now massive, so I assume the bag of mags is either up high <laughs> or a random find by the new owners of the house after we moved. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a lovely treat uh, for the owners, particularly if it took them a, n- a number of years uh, um, to, to find. And then one day they're like, oh, we should get that tree pruned. It is, um, yeah, it's actually, well, it's, blo- it's obscuring the view now. Um, we'll call in a tree surgeon. Um, and then this would be a classic sort of, um, would you consider a tree surgeon a tradesman? They're like a sort of posh tradesman, aren't they? And uh, well, at least they carry on like it. They're just arseholes with chainsaws, aren't they? I mean, that's that's my interpretation of a tree saw, tree saw, tree surgeon. Probably, I'm probably wrong. I usually am. And uh, yeah, they come prune your tree. And and uh, all right, uh, yeah. So done it. So done in that. Like uh, there was this in there. I don't know who's it is. Uh, you might want it and just sort of throw all the jazz mags onto the kitchen table or something. But uh, I hope so. Uh, Dimmy continues. 
another funny story. I worked for an internet service provider in the mid-90s, very early days. Windows 3.1X, Trumpet Windsock, uh, PO Pop 3 Mail. I was just making this up, etc., etc. Trumpet Windsock. Albatross Cuffling. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, the most common issue we had on the help desk was horny blokes ringing up with problems with their email. Do you want to speak to horny blokes with problems with their email in your area? (laughs) Call Dimmy. (laughs) Uh, Back then, uh, modems couldn't cope with large files, so the agreed max size for files on email was 9 megabytes. So it's about 2am. I was on a night shift on my own. Phone rings. I established that his email isn't working. He he. Uh, and the form then was to request username and password to log in on the server and see if the Unix version of the email, see the Unix version of the email to delete the mail on the server. Hint one: the guy's password was Playboy. Uh, when there's <laughs> when there's loads of emails, large files, it took a good while to load. So when it finally loaded up, I could see there were twenty emails, each with a ten plus megabyte attachment with subject lines like "lesbian sucks dick" <laughs> and so forth. It was our procedure to tell the customers which emails in the inbox were at fault to prevent the downloading and readout, uh, and and then read out the subject lines. The guy was mortified but refused to let me delete anything and hung up to go and try downloading them on his modem again. At 6am he calls back and finally asked me to delete the 20 plus emails so he could get at the legit email after watching the uh, without the porn attached. Well, oh God, they were... Um, Spicy times with technology back then. I mean, God, I just want my porn of lesbian sucking dick. That's all I want. I just... <laughs> uh, Dan Blighty, uh, he he writes in, he says, a friend, <clears throat> a friend. Um, oh, no, I'm still on the now playing thing. That's not right, is it? Uh, let's go back to Maine. That's, that's better, isn't it? Um a friend <clears throat> uh, single-handedly built a porn empire when he was a paperboy at a well-respected news agent's. He would just pop four or five in a bag with the papers every day and hawk them at school. He was earning more than I do now. Well, yeah, this is um, it's a decent side hustle for a schoolboy. I'm not encouraging modern-day schoolboys. If you are a modern-day schoolboy, um, please wait until you're 18 to view pornography. Um, because it may tarnish your young brain and make you think that girls will do things that they, they just won't and will make you think that you should have a phallus bigger than you do. And other things about uh, personal grooming. Uh, so don't. Just, you know, just steer clear. Um, Dan Henderson says, he, I stole, stole a VHS porno from the bedroom cupboard uh, of my very straight-edged mum's very wild unit very wild unit, best friend, uh, who was nothing but a legend to me and always said I reminded her of Woody Harrelson. Right. Uh, the tape was called Anal Twins 2, and I've got to say, it might have been a bit much for me at that age. <laughs> See? Look, you've got to be careful, guys. Lads and lasses, do wait until your 18th birthday and then just dive in headfirst. Okay? But um, please, you know, just be careful out there. Uh, big Dickie Axelrod. He writes, uh, I would literally steal jazz mags on early morning booze runs with incredible success. <laughs> I think the shopkeeper knew what was going on, uh, but the size of the 6am booze run uh, negated a public outcry. I suspect we just paid a 50p premium on all Bucky's slash Stella sales 
during my 20s. <laughs> that is that is nice, isn't it? I mean, that's a sort of... That's a smart relationship, I guess, between shopkeeper and thief. Uh, uh, th- thief slash shopper, I guess. Like, the shopkeeper sees the thieving. Oh, so about, I don't know. Two mags, a couple of quid each. I'll just add four quid onto the... Uh, onto the booze order. Everyone's happy, you know. Big dicky Axelrod, he thinks he's got away with a smart one. Shopkeeper doesn't lose out. I think that's a nice deal. I think it's a very nice deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rob Humphreys who at the end states, you can use my name if you want to read this out. I'm not asked. So, uh, yeah, this is from Rob. Uh, back in 1995, I was at uni up in Nottingham. My mate, uh, who is also in the Lobster Death Cult, uh, was doing his sandwich year. Uh, at a company that had trucks going out. Is this a thing? Is this is like conscription up north or in the Midlands that you have to do a year selling sandwiches? Is it like, like mandatory military service like they have in Israel? <laughs> uh, sorry, it's mandatory. It's your mandatory sandwich year. Now get out there and sell those tuna baguettes like your fucking life depends on it. <laughs> oh, God. Too much heat. Um... Uh, where are we? I've lost my spot. Okay, he was doing his sandwich here at a company that had trucks going out uh, to mainland Europe. Uh, the drivers had a porn exchange system where they get tapes on the continent, drop them in a storeroom when finished. My mate was allowed to borrow a few titles each evening and would bring them back to the shared house. I used to do a bit of hydroponic gardening. Um, so each evening, the men of the house would sit in our respective rooms back-to-backing high-quality Euro porn, whilst getting more and more face-meltingly wankered. Uh, as each title finished, there'd be a rush of activity, uh, as would exchange tapes while trying to hide them from the women in the house in a desperate bid to get them all seen before he had to take them back to work in order to repeat the activity the next day. This went on for a few weeks until one day at lunch I was told by a colleague that I had just sworn solidly for five minutes without actually saying anything. Uh, I've not mixed porn and weed since um, and I've been pretty much as normal as I'm ever likely to be. Right, okay. Uh, so that's a sort of porn ganja-induced um, lunchtime swear rampage. Yeah, the, the back... I, I mentioned mentioned in the back-to-back weed and porn combo can get on top of a fella. You know, it can just... Be careful, fellas. Be careful. Um, there's... There are a few more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, this is. I'm now. I'm gonna make this a regular segment. As well, I'm finding it funny anyway. So, if you have any hilarious stories about your misadventures in pornography, uh, please send them to either Will at Threshold.fm or DM me on Instagram or DM me on the uh, on Facebook. Because I'd love to hear. <laughs> it's just for my own sordid gratification. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, what else have we got? Uh, in terms of thinking, uh, Reflector. Do, have we played this already? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, anyway, it's called Undertow by, by Reflector. It's a fine bet.
Xander type by Reflector. Now, ladies and gentlemen, is a roller. stuff. Yep, that's Undertow by Reflector, and it is a banger. It's on Technique. Some of the best stuff out there is. Uh, and if you think otherwise, then, well, it's just you in touch, your own opinion, aren't you? Anyway, if someone uh, calling themselves 555 on the Discord says, tra- he, uh, before, uh, before the internet, he would trade ultra-pixelated GIFs on floppy disks. We're talking four-color CGA graphics, basically NES porn. Uh, ASC11 art in SMS. Oh, nice. And I used to buy pirate VHS tapes from Danny, the car kit fitter. <laughs> he said, he sounds a bit dingy, doesn't he? He says, I'm a bit of a rascal, isn't he? <laughs> oh, we'd have a tear-up and a booze. Of course he was. Fucking Danny, the car kit guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good boy. He's nice. Once you get to know him, yeah? Once you get to know him, he's all right. He's a good lad, actually. Nice geezer, yeah? Just don't get on the wrong side of him. No, I mean, like, oh, he's just if he has a drink. You know, he's, he's the nicest guy in the world, yeah? Nicest guy in the world, yeah? But, like, if he has a drink and he don't like you, he can just be a bit like, you know, that's all I'm saying, yeah? Anyway, Danny the Car Kit Fitter. Uh, it was always the latest movies, Reservoir Dogs, Pop Fiction, Star Wars, Phantom Menace. Uh, but he left he left the end of the tapes full of smut. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. £10 a tape, I think. That, now that is a class act. Danny the Car, fit, car Kit Fitter. He fucking knows what's up. You bootleg a legitimate Hollywood film, but then your last 20 minutes or half an hour of tape, you put a bluey on. <laughs> that way, you can just go, oh yeah, Phantom Menace? What do you want, Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got any blueies? They already are blueies. Just make sure you turn it off before, Just if you've got the kids watching, just make sure you turn it off before the end, yeah, before the credits finish. All right? Because I've got Dirty Anal Kelly Does Italy at the end of this one, and it is... It's some last days of Rome shit. Boy, oh, I tell you, fucking now, Danny the car, Danny the car kid. No, seriously, lovely geezer. Like just like I say, if he's drinking, like be careful, yeah, because he's got a very short fuse. He has, and he's he's an, he's an unreasonable man. He's not reasonable, you know. But lovely guy. Once you get to know him, know what I mean? Do ya? Do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's appalling. Um, okay, uh, this is uh, from, um, uh, I think he wants to hide his identity, so I'll just call him Mike from Shoreham. <laughs> uh, um, uh, he says, at school, we found a cache in some bushes by the school playing field. It was along a patch we called Dogshit Alley, uh, which unfortunately later uh, was re-nicknamed Ray Pally. Oh, 
Oh, God. Um, we found a bunch of mags and one video. Couldn't decide who gets to take it, and no one was brave enough to take the whole bag home. Uh, so one mag each, and the rest of the stash stayed at school in my friend Nick's locker. Uh, we decided to try and watch the tape in a history classroom during lunch uh, as the history slash geography block uh, was a bit away from the main site and the best option. We wheeled out a TV and video and took turns while one person uh, <laughs> while one person watched the door. About 10 minutes in, and it materialized that it was a low-budget porno called Animal Farm. <gasps> the notorious... Animal Farm, the uh, yes, the much revered uh, bestiality uh, film, which I, yeah, it did exist definitely, didn't it? Well, I mean, unless I presume Mike's not making this up, but it was a sort of um, I felt like it was an urban myth. But then, oh, was there a woman in it that died? Um, I, yeah, I don't know how. Um, I don't. I, it's not something I really want to look into. If anyone can just give me like the sort of TLDR version of it. Like and let me know what the shtick was with it all. Like, were they? Did they all get arrested? They sort of should have been. First up was the farmer's wife getting. Uh, well, the, the, let's just. Uh, I'm going to abbreviate that to uh, doing it with a dog. Got worse, but no one wanted to break rank and turn it off. Oh God, this is quite the scene. Load of schoolboys crowded around a television in the geography block with bloody animal. F- oh God, this is a real. This is a harrowing story. Um, watched it for 30 minutes in horror until someone someone came down the corridor and someone bottled it. We took the tape, put it back in the hedge where we found it, and literally no one spoke about it for at least three weeks. Just five teens with a Vietnam thousand-yard stare and a head full of silent questions. That's one of the more harrowing stories that I've read. And I've read a few stories in my time. Oh, God. I I hope you're getting the help you need, Mike. I am... uh, I'm truly saddened to hear of of that. That's there's um yeah the issue of like uh, youths viewing pornography is definitely a uh, it's definitely an issue. I'm not entirely sure how one would go about tackling it because you know no matter how hard you make it to access porn legitimately online, it's going to be easy enough to get around it. I mean we did a pretty good job of getting around it when there was no such thing as online porn so who knows better sex education in schools that's what i say i, I guess I'm, I'm not an expert on the subject um right come on what else have we got oh with jesus it's the end of the show crikey um look to play us out let's have uh, another one of those circuits bits um this is uh this is called beg
too much heat. by Circuits, aka Inside Info and Kazra, on the Euphoria EP. Oh, it's a nice one. Too much heat in one package. in the chat you're right it does sound like the pa from Padgett by Circuits. It's out now on Circuits Recording, an offshoot of Critical, and it's a lovely bit. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, listen, guys, it's the end of the show. Uh, Just leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. Uh, This is a fine collection of men, women, beasts uh, who are supporting the show on Patreon, who are helping us push this crazy beast forward uh, and helping us pay for the development of the new app, uh, which is going to be amazing, which will be out, I don't know, a month, five weeks, something like that. It should hopefully have designs back 
tomorrow or Monday, which would be very, very nice. It's going to have a nice archive in it. Imagine it like a podcast app that also has live streaming radio and video. Imagine. Just imagine that. That's what it's going to be like. All your all your favourite shows will all be there for you to listen again and save and favourite. And you can find all the other shows that you are unable to listen to live and all of these things. All of the stuff. It will all be there for you for free. It'll be fine. And if you want to have your name listed as a Threshold founder in that app with a special thank you to you, all you have to do is go to threshold.fm, go to support the station, or click on the Patreon link either in your podcast description or on YouTube. And if you subscribe for $10 a month or more, and you are a subscriber during... uh, What month are we in now? March? March and April. Then you will get your name in the app. I will let you know when the latest date is for people that like to um, jump in at the last minute Um, and you will also get your name listed on the website and you get your name shouted out at the end of every show just like this Oliver Hooper Nicholas Gonclaus Tom Ryan Reese Mosson look we'll get it up on the screen Uh, Oliver Hooper Nicholas Gonclaus Tom Ryan Reese Mosson Squidgy Beats Parsons Paulie Hutton Kieran R Michael Kaczynski Matthew Tompkins Dave Long Joel Potter Carl Murphy Sam Howard Tony Jane Richard Patterson Jack Murphy Tom Cam Stephen Harris Matthew Bullard Zara Pickle Jerome Van Thunderbutt Mike Pye Anthony Walker Lily Ansar Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Hydrobeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Torren Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Psytrance is actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes, and the Build. Thank you so much for your patronage. You find humans, you find lobsters, you find creatures from the dark abyss. Uh, listen, I'll be back at three for Rankin's Records, playing the best drum and bass vinyl in existence. Rock solid guarantee. And uh, I love you. Uh, I love you like a brother, like a sister, like a, like a fine cigar, like a enthusiastic hand shandy, like a, like a fine crustacean all under one nation. Listen, I'll see you tomorrow or I'll see you later on. Up to you. I love you. Goodbye.